This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergaff. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast once again. Today, as we kick off another week, the fall is always so much fun on the podcast because there's Lots of things always to talk about. Uh, Greg Snow joins us uh, on these Mondays uh, for the podcast, and now they're Vikings Mondays, of course. And, uh, well, so far this year they haven't exactly been happy Vikings Mondays because they've been losing, uh, including yesterday, to a team they really had every chance to beat. Now, I was about to say, Greg, a team that they should beat. But the Chargers are a pretty representative uh, football team. It was a surprise that they were 0-2 coming in, as I think the Vikings didn't believe that they would be 0-2. But, you know, I don't know if I watched the game, if I thought the Chargers were better than the Vikings or not. It's just like the NFL, pretty evenly matched. Who's going to make winning plays at the end? And the Vikings didn't. And the Chargers did. And the Vikings made the winning plays last year. So far this year, they're not. Over three and one one run games or one score games, yeah. I think, in yeah. the NFL. Um, yeah, Todd, I heard it said this way before the week. It's amazing these two franchises kind of mirror each other. Mm-hmm. You know, one's in the AFC, one's in the NFC. They've kind of both been snake bitten. They have good records. They good seem but like not great. Good teams. Yeah. You know, the Perennial Super Bowl contenders. Well, perennial, perennial playoff perennial contenders. Perennial playoff contenders. Not Super Bowl. Chargers well, we, have, we Chargers have never been to one. No, but the Chargers have never been to okay. a Super Bowl. So Fair, yeah. fair point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were to one. They uh, lost to... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah one. Way back, but yeah. which is better than Was that the Dan Fouts era? No, this was... Uh, Philip Rivers era? No, he didn't. Him either. either? John Hadle era? Uh, I'll think of who okay, that guy right, is that, right. that got him there, but they got destroyed. Okay. I think LaDainian Thomason was... The really oh, it was uh, Humphreys. Humphreys. Craig yeah, Humphreys yeah, yeah. or Kurt Humphreys or Some something Humphreys, like that. Yes. He had like two good seasons yes. that happened to be one of them. Yeah. Anyway, I got you <laughs> track there. <laughs> but the, but the, Mina Kimes, uh, she's a... She's a journalist or a commentator for ESPN she said which the the uh the gods have cursed both of these franchises which one will come out un or something yeah. to that regard yeah and I thought that's spit that's spitting image I yeah. mean both have I mean Justin Herbert I don't know I guess you could throw him he's up in the great category but really they haven't done anything since he's been there is no. this year four for him yeah I mean again it comes down to that they just don't make enough winning plays. Right. But, but you're right. Yesterday they did. Um, defenses really aren't great for either team. But, no. But the score wasn't outlandish either, like Miami score yeah. uh, in Denver. But 70. But, wow. Yeah, that was 70 spot. Yeah. That, I couldn't even think that would happen. No field goals, right? Uh, no. Seven t- or ten, ten touchdowns. touchdowns. Crazy. My head's spinning right now. But, yeah. Todd, I I need to ask you a few questions because yeah. I was in a golf tournament yesterday and I just can't even understand. Sure. How do you give up 18 catches to one guy? Uh, you don't have anybody that can cover him. <laughs> That's how. And Brian Flores plays a lot of, uh, more man. He plays plenty of zone, too, but he was just open all day. They they didn't have anybody that could cover These him. These weren't tight window throws? Uh, some were. Most were not. No, he was open all day. Uh, 18 catches. I know. It's no, a Grant, lot. He's on my fantasy football team, so I'm laughing. kind of nice. Yeah. but and so is Cousins, so yeah. I'm racking up the points left yeah. and right yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought to myself... At what point do you guard somebody or throw a double team? Because how many did Williams have or Palmer? The yeah. other two wide receivers. Yeah. Probably 
Yeah, they had catches too. I mean, the guy completed like thirty some passes, so thirty seven attempts and thirty yeah. some. Yeah, so I mean, there was a lot of uh, game to go around, and and the difference is is that he's able uh, to get the ball out of his hands quickly. Justin Herbert, yeah. he can catch it and it's gone. He's so much more athletic than Kirk Cousins. I mean, it's like a whole other planet. You just watch how they move, how they function, how they throw the ball quickly. He, he's on another world compared to Cousins in, in terms of athleticism. Let's face it, Kirk Cousins, not an athletic quarterback. Never he was. Never has been. Never was. He's awkward some in his movements. He has to separate his left hand off the football to move within the pocket because that's the only way he's comfortable. You watch Herbert. Now, he did get stripped once. Uh, Daniel Hunter stripped him. But the ball was in his middle of his chest with both hands on it, and Daniel Hunter just got lucky and chopped down on it, happened to hit it and force a fumble. Cousins is waving the ball around again uh, in the pocket, and that causes him to lose fumbles. But uh, my point is is that the Vikings were getting pressure. Cousins wasn't helping his offensive line by getting rid of the football in a quick fashion. Right. He's not capable of it. He's a ball massager. Uh, and, and, uh, Justin, and Justin Herbert, he helps out his offensive line. And, you know, uh, I realize that Mark Sanchez is not toward the top of the analyst game. Right. He wouldn't be calling a couple of 0-2 teams mm-hmm. if he was the number one analyst for their network. But he did make some really good points. And I thought he was fair with Cousins. He pointed out when he made poor reads and didn't throw to the correct guy, he pointed out when he did. Uh, but uh, the, one of the things he pointed out was Justin Herbert is helping his offensive line a lot more than Kirk Cousins That's interesting. Is. That's interesting you yeah. say that because you haven't been as harsh on Cousins as I have. Would you say that he was a – I mean, the, the stats bear out that it doesn't look like it, but I, I never go by stats, right? I, he might have been part of the problem. Did you feel like he was part of the problem yesterday? <sighs> That's hard to say. You know, it's a little bit of he keeps both teams in the game sometimes. I mean, gosh, he passed for 367, uh, and, he, and he hit some great throws. But he missed some throws, too. He took sacks, I thought, when he didn't need to. Now, naturally, I gravitate right toward the quarterback because his fans who just watch the game on TV, that's what we see the most of. I can't tell you necessarily if the offensive line had a better or worse game than previous. They threw for over almost 370 yards. You can't complain about that. They rushed for over 100 yards. The ground game was going. Uh, They were right there for the win. The defense takes as much of this loss as anybody uh, they 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 were using their blitz packages. They showed a few times late in the game when the Vikings had uh, played zero coverage, where they sent everyone. And Herbert gets rid of the ball so quickly they can't get to him anyway. He could have two unblocked guys, and Herbert gets rid of the ball fast enough to his outlet receivers that they don't sack him. That's the it, difference yeah. between him and Cousins. Well, for those who just don't understand that, that's hard to comprehend because you can look at the stats and go, oh, it looked like they had pretty even games. Yeah. It looks like they played, but you're right, those little little nuances yep. uh those intangibles um they're they're hard to pick up unless you're watching those games yeah uh tell me about madison todd i he he, he had a good game but you're okay with it yeah but he's fumbling you know he dropped another he fumble lucky on one. he lost another one where they apparently now they can rule if forward progress has stopped or not did you know that was I now part of it yeah but that that wasn't from the beginning so if you're moving backwards fairly recent probably can't fumble yeah, as yeah. long as a you know they didn't blow the whistle because they wanted the play to run out. Well, then he fumbled the ball. But then they did say forward progress was stopped, 
was their call in the field and not enough to overturn it. Okay. I think I, I think they said it stands. I don't think they said stands it was confirmed. Stands is called. Sure. Stands is called rather than confirmed. You agree with it? Yeah, I did. You I did. Th- okay. I thought he was stopped and actually moving back a little, and then the ball came out. Uh, he fumbled another one when he was tackled. Now that was landing the football, and then he had one fumble that he really did, and he had a drop pass. So his hands looked to be at times a little suspect, but he ran the ball pretty well. He doesn't have, you know, the breakaway speed. You're not going to see any Dalvin Cook 70-yard uh, gallops from him. But uh, he, he's pretty tough between the yards. What did he have, 18 for 93 or something like 20 that? 20 for 93. Yeah, so he, he had a solid game, caught some balls out of the backfield as well. Uh, again, they have weapons galore. Uh, and Madison ranks down the list yeah. of those weapons. But I was just happy to see him come out commit to the run game. I think the first four plays on their first possession of the game were Alex Madison runs, and they picked up a first down and were in second and short. After the fourth one, they started right out running the football effectively. That does help your offensive line that they're not back on their heels all day. Offensive linemen want to fire off and hit somebody else for a run. change. They want run. When they're pass protecting, they're the ones getting hit. Yep. They want to hit guys once in a while, and that's the run game. I agree. So I saw a lot of negative comments about TJ. Yeah. Um, obviously, the last play, kind of he kicks up. Tough yep. pass, tough window, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I see in the stats he has eight catches, seventy-eight yards overall. Was he pre- other than the strip? Made a fumble, had a fumble, had a guy just take the ball away from him. You know, I don't know for six, what sixty-four million, eighty-four million uh, for the tight end. Uh, his hands are good, but not great. He's being paid great money, and this is what happens to franchises when they play pay good players great money. Uh, mm, they, they interesting. Don't, I think you've said that yes. before. And uh, that's happening in my mind with Hawkinson. He's a good tight end. Should he be paid like Travis Kelsey and those guys and, and George Kittle? Absolutely not. Yeah, it kind of showed up in a few plays. Yeah, he's got these big mitts that don't secure the football very well. I, this wasn't his first fumble loss this year. He had one in week one, I think, too. So a tight end really should never lose a fumble. Uh, but but he does. I can agree with that. Yep. And then the, 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 the pass at the end, they didn't have the greatest angle for us to look at it, it didn't right. seem like. And Cousins said he didn't want to throw it in the frame of his body because no, he, he thought somebody would knock it away. Cousins threw it in a good spot. Yes, And and but TJ went over and he swept his hands up. You shouldn't sweep your hands up when you're trying to catch a pass. You should place them out and bring them down toward your body. You, when you move with your hands up, where does the ball go? Up in the air, where it was deflected and intercepted. So, yeah, a fumble lost that ended a key drive. They were moving right down the field to score on their first drive of the game. And then that drop pass at the goal line that turned into an interception. Uh, so, you know, again, I when they gave Hawkins at all that money, I thought, really? Okay, I didn't know they had the money, A, and B. <laughs> right. I, yes. you know, and be it's Hawkinson. Well, they, they kicked it to the future, which, yeah. again, our cap situation is better in a couple of years, but that's going to yeah. get worse as you try to ac- accumulate players. Yeah. I think a lot of it being of what are you going to do with Cousins, right? That's kind of where that lands. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that they said, we got we got to pay this guy. Now they're going to have to pay Jefferson. Now you got to convince it, you know, one of the best wide receivers in the game that you're 0-3. You don't have your next quarterback right now. He's got 12 years left in the league, J.J. you got a quarterback who's got two to three years left. What are you going to do with that? I know, because we've seen great wide receivers force their way out of good situations. Look at Tyreek Hill. 
Uh, not that he didn't think Kansas City was going to win, no. but he wanted the most money. He wanted the money. So he left and went to Miami. Yeah. It does happen. Oh, it does. It, yeah, yeah Tyreek wasn't saying, well, I want to win championships. No, he, he was, was saying, like, I want to win the money. cash in. Yeah. <laughs> Give it's, me the money. Show me the money. All right. Yeah. Uh, bring me into your house because I like to ask you these things. Yeah. Were you yelling at the TV when the clock was running and nobody was spiking the ball? Yeah, what was something? going on with Please that? Please tell me what you were doing. I was screaming at the television. <laughs> Get to the line of scrimmage and snap the ball. It didn't seem like a hard thing. Now, I wasn't so sure that they should just run up and spike the ball because then they're, they're giving up a play. And then they only have three shots at the end zone right. instead of four. I think when, that sometimes too. Yeah, but when they were down uh, and there was what thirty-eight seconds, about I 38. think thirty-eight. Yep, that's about and, right. And then they finally snap it at twelve seconds. That's ridiculous. Cousins is saying I couldn't hear the play call because of the crowd noise because they had just made a big play. So a Viking fans, shut up in that situation. Be more intelligent about the game and where you're roaring or not. Seriously, you should know as a fan that you're on offense trying to make a play at the end of the game to win it. Quiet down a little bit. Seriously, I'm giving the fans a little bit of this one, all right? So I'm not with you. Settle down. Cousins when, gotta grow when up. When it's at the end of the game. Cousins gotta grow up. Well he couldn't. Thirty six years old, he, make the call. He, he ended up making the, the call, call on his own. Yes, he did. Right? So Which make took the too call. long. You're thirty six years it old. It took him too long to decide to do that, yes. And, right, He's only and 35. I, don't age him past what he sorry, is. Sorry, but I mean, come on. And I know Courtney Cronin, when she was a beat writer for us a couple years ago, yeah. she used to say this about him. Of, it's time you step up and be an adult. Yeah. You know, and again, she didn't say it in those words. Those are my words. Yeah. But it's like, you got to be the adult in the room. Yeah. And you got to make the decisions. You're the highest paid player in the team. You're the quarterback. You're the guy who needs to say, well, and, those, and were, not just those player. were Mike Zimmer's timeouts. He's Remember the, those days? Yeah. He's those the highest paid member of the organization. Of the organization. Yeah. 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 Those are Mike's timeouts. Yeah. Well, come on. Yeah. And O'Connor, isn't, isn't Kevin the same but age as what, Cousins? I, I, Aren't I, they the same age? Uh, I think, like I think 38. O'Connell's 38. Yeah. Okay. So, so they're basically the yeah, same. Basically. Come on. Yeah. You're in this together. Yeah. You think he's going to get mad at you if you call the wrong play and uh, not mess in that up? situation? No. Not in that you situation. You got to move. And I don't know that Cousins Blame is the fans. Is, I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that Cousins uh, was worried about uh, O'Connell getting mad at him because he called the wrong play. I agree with you. I think it's yeah. just how his mind works. Yeah, he wanted it's, the play. A, He's a process guy, right? Yep. Of, and of, the process is get the play, get the play, give it to the yes. team, let's go. It's not improvision. No, if if something we've he's always said this about him. exactly. If no. things fall apart, he's in trouble, right? He's not great at that. No, um, I did see late in the game. I had my phone on during my golf tournament a little yeah, bit, and yeah. I did see a couple nice movements in the pocket out of him. Sure, that I don't always see. Yeah, there was some of that. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm then, not trying to lay, actually, I'm not trying to lay the loss on Cousins. No, it wasn't on him. You're no. not. Uh, yeah, don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. But yeah. Addison dropped the ball that I know it was tipped, but in three years, that's caught. Yeah. He's going to catch that ball. Yeah. Um, Won't take that long. Two that, years. That guy's talented. Okay. Yep, you yep. can see it. Yeah. That yep. he's going to catch those he's balls. He's just small. He, he's small. And, and that cost him on one play uh, in the first half when they were trying to go down and score. When Jefferson caught a pass and he's headed toward the corner, he gets a block from Hawkinson uh, up here. He's got five yards to go. Addison is locked up with a guy down there. The guy just throws Addison away and makes the tackle, and they don't score on that possession. Uh, it was K.J. Osborne that had blocked a, a previous guy and to spring Jefferson around the corner, but then Addison can get his block. 
Not that he wasn't trying to work in at it. He's just a little guy. Yeah. So this safety just took him and threw him aside and him made the, the tackle, and it, and it wasn't very hard for him either, unfortunately. But but Addison's going to be a lightning. He's going to be a, a game changer. And if Jefferson leaves via trade or free agency before his five years Don't are up. Don't talk like this. Addison becomes the number one. Why would you talk like that? Don't get me down on Ryder Cup week. I'm just saying. I don't want to be depressed I, on Ryder Cup I'm week. I'm just, oh, hey. This is the Joe Mauer. No, yeah. we're not switching yet. This is the Joe Mauer <laughs> scenario. <laughs> There's nothing you could do. You had to sign Joe Mauer. Yeah. Okay, and we... We can argue whether it was a good sign. The, I know the, the Vikings franchise... will make every effort to sign Jefferson, but you brought it up earlier. Will he want to stay? Will he want to stay? I did bring it up. Let's yeah. move to the Ryder Cup. Right. It's Ryder Cup week, Todd. I know. It's exciting week. Solheim Cup was in, engaging. Yeah. Um, I didn't get yeah. to see all of it, but tie. In and in a tie. Nobody likes that except for the team who wins it. Yeah. They don't care because they get because to retain. They get to keep the cup. Yes. But we don't want this week to end in a tie. Yeah, coming no, we up don't. here, Rome. Would you would you rather see a one person playoff and have it all I on would. that person? I would. Oof. Yeah, Oof. that would be fun. President's Cup used to do that. Yeah, I know. I, I like that. I think they should have. I think each match should actually play it out until you have a winner. I don't like all these ties, and they're only ties in the U.S. They're halves. And all squared over across don't the pond, talk, according sis, to Monty. Was, what are you According doing? to Monty. I don't care about that stuff, <laughs> how you word it. You know, I use overtime in, in baseball. I know, just for right? fun. Yeah. I always say all yeah, those stupid yeah, things are yeah. play clock instead well, of shot I, clock. So is the U.S. Like going to win? I, I have a friend I have, who's there, too. I have the U.S. winning by two points. Rome. I have a friend in Rome there all week long That's to awesome. watch the Ryder Cup. Yeah, I saw the aerial of the course. It looks like it's... Eh. Kind of like a Hazeltine view, you yeah. know. In my mind, uh, we'll see all the rough plays out, but yeah. I don't. I haven't. They're going to make it short and crooked, I think. Although they have bombers themselves, but no. more of the U.S. team no. is bombers. It's what they did at yeah. Hazeltine. They they yeah. made bunkers super easy. They cut all the rough. Oh. They said bomb it at Hazeltine. This was a strategy. Yeah. Home team gets to set up. You're right. They're yeah. going to make it crooked yeah. and pen, penal and with the rough. Yes, yeah. because yeah. the Europeans traditionally know how to play those type of golf courses better than Americans. Well, they don't have as much land to put they, golf courses on. So. That's Japan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but again, you're right. They yeah. they just know how to do that. So I, I suspect that they'll make the rough really difficult or have. We'll see. So what, 1993, the last time the U.S. won on European soil in the Ryder Cup, do they break yeah. that 30-year drought? I'm saying yes, but I say yes every year because I, I can't. Cannot pick against them. I can't either. But if you gave me a hundred dollars to bet on it, I wouldn't do it. I know. I wouldn't do it because again, they just don't have. And I feel bad for. Well, you any... bet my money. You just wouldn't bet your own. Yeah, that's a good point. If I had a hundred, <laughs> or if you said keep this or bet on the on oh, US for hundred, I'd keep it. It's going in your pocket. Yes. That situation. So, so Todd, I feel bad for any U.S. captain who has to captain over there. It's tough. They have such. They have, and that's their his like Tom Lehman. The poor guy. Yeah. I mean, he had to do it over there, and it yeah. just it just didn't work. It was yeah. terrible. So yeah. I feel bad for Zach. I, this could go wrong, but yeah. I'm picking the the U.S. to win anyways. How yeah. about you? Who do you got? I, I, well, of course, I'm taking the U.S. You I have to. I, I know. Almost. I, and besides, they have higher-ranked players. They should have a better team. Uh, if you were to play at a neutral site where the Europeans didn't get to set the course up and, and be in their home country with their fans, if you played this in Australia, the U.S. would blow them out, just like they did in the United States two years ago. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, so I, I think the U.S. team wins. They just have better players, but we'll see if it plays out that way. Yeah, I'm interested in these yeah. pairings because yeah. we've talked about a couple. But anyways. Yeah. We're all out of time, yeah. buddy. Thanks for coming Ride in. Ride Cup week. <laughs> That's right. Greg Snow joining us here on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. (laughs) 
Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.